0: Shalom Aleichem, peace be upon you, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. This week we are, or today rather, we are looking at this week's Torah portion. Let me give you the summary real quick. The fifth reading from the book of Genesis is named Chaiya Sarah, and it means Sarah lived, because the narrative begins with the words, now Sarah lived 127 years. This portion of the Torah is filled with romance and sorrow. It tells the story of how Abraham mourned his wife after her passing, and how he procured a wife for his son, Isaac. At the end of this portion, Abraham is laid to rest beside his beloved wife. Now, Sarah is actually celebrated by the Bible as a model or an example of what it looks like to be a righteous wife. And we see this in First Peter. So let me read that real quick, and then we'll get into our portion for today, which happens to be Genesis chapter 23 through 25, verse 18. And I already gave you the outline. Sarah's death and burial, the marriage of Isaac and Rebekah. Abraham marries another woman named Ketra. and Then you have the death of Abraham. And then it ends with Ishmael's descendants. So let's look at First Peter chapter 3 the first 6 verses here's what it says likewise ye wives be in subjection to your own husbands that if any obey not the word they may also they may they also may without the word be won by the con- conversion conversation of the wives forgive me while they behold your chastised com- conversation coupled with fear Whose adorning, let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting the hair and of wearing gold or putting on of apparel. But let it be the hidden man of the heart. And that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God a great price. For after this manner, in the old time, the holy women also. Who trusted in God, adorned themselves, being in subjection to their own husbands. Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well and are not afraid with any amazement. So Peter's talking about a lot of things there. Uh, I think something that would be important for our culture today is he's pointing out, like, God's not impressed with being adorned with the outward appearance, right? Like going out of your way to really overdo the outward appearance. You know, he he mentions the plating, the plating of hair and wearing of gold and putting on apparel. He says, adorn yourself with subjection to your husbands. Adorn yourselves with a meek and quiet spirit, which in the sight of God is great value. And Sarah is used uh, as the perfect example of this, of the model of this, of what it looks like to be a holy woman. Now let's look at our portion for this week, and we have the tragedy of the loss of Sarah, but then we have the new life, and the and we'll start to follow uh, Isaac. And his new wife, Rebecca. Let's begin. Chapter 23, verse 1. And Sarah was a 107 and 20 years old. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Sarah died in Kirjath-Arabah, the same as Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. And Abraham stood up from before his dead, and he spake unto the sons of Heth, saying, I am a stranger and a sojourner with you. Give me a possession of a burying place with you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the children of Heth answered Abraham, saying unto him, Hear us, my lord. Thou art a mighty prince among us. In the choice of our sepulchres bury thy dead. None of us shall withhold from thee his sepulchre but thou mayest bury thy dead. And Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, even to the children of Heth. And he continued with them, saying, If it be your mind that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me and entreat me to Ephron the son of Zohar, that he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which he hath, which is in the end of this field, for as much money as it's worth, he shall give it to me for a possession of a burying place amongst you. And Ephron dwelt among the children of Heth. And Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham, in the audience of the children of Heth, even of all that went in at the gate of his city, saying, Nay, my lord, hear me. The field I give thee, and the cave that is therein, I give it to thee, in the presence of the sons of my people, give I it thee, bury thy dead. And Abraham bowed down himself before the people of the land. And he spake unto Ephron, and the audience of the people of the land, saying, But if thou will give it, I pray thee, hear me. I will give thee money for the field, take it of me, and I will bury my dead there. And Ephron answered Abraham, saying unto him, My lord, hearken unto me, the land is worth four hundred shekels of silver, but what is that between me and thee? Bury therefore thy dead. And Abraham hearkened unto Ephron. And Abraham weighed to Ephron the silver, which he had named in the audience of the sons of Heth, four hundred shekels of silver, current money with the merchant. And the field of Ephron, which was in Macaphala, which was before Mamre, the field and the cave, which was therein, and all the trees that were in the field, that were in all the borders round about, were made sure. Unto Abraham for a possession in the presence of the children of Heth, before all that went in at the gate of his city. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah his wife in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, the same as Hebron in the land of Canaan and the field and the cave that is in that is therein were made sure unto Abraham for a possession of a burying place by the sons of Heth. Chapter 24 And Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said unto the eldest servant of his house that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, And I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven, and the God of earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell. But thou shalt go unto my country, and to my kindred, and take a wife unto my son Isaac. And the servant said unto him, Peradventure the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land, must I needs bring my son again unto the land whence thou camest? Abraham said unto him, Beware that thou bring not my son thither again. The Lord, a God of heaven, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, and that sware unto me, saying, Unto thy seed I will give this land. He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. And if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this my oath. Only bring not my son thither again. So Abraham has a servant, um, the highest ranking servant. I believe it's Eleazar. He may tell us here in a minute. He has this oath with him and he tells him, I need you to go back to my homeland, find a wife for my son Isaac. Whatever you do, swear to me that you're not going to get him a wife from the Canaanites. You have to understand, the Canaanites, the the Canaanite religions, this is something that Israel just kept failing with all the time. They would intermingle themselves with the Canaanites, or they would adopt their religious practices, which were just abhorrent. Child sacrifice, all kinds of wickedness. Abraham knows he needs a wife for Isaac from his own kindred, but he also doesn't want him to take... Isaac with him back to that land so there's a lot of pressure on the servant to bring home the ideal wife uh, for Isaac but Abraham assures him look the angel of the Lord is going to go before you all you got to do is basically show up right God will take care of the rest great faith that's why Abraham is the father of faith he's just always got great faith And then he says, if the woman refuses to follow you, okay, then you'll be let go of this oath. Verse 9. And the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore to him concerning that matter. And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed. For all the goods of his masters were in his hand. And he arose and he went to Mesopotamia, unto the city of Nahor. And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by the well of water at the time of evening, even the time that women go out to draw water. And he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day and show kindness unto my master Abraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water and the daughters of men of the city came out to draw water. And let it come to pass, that the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she shall, she shall say, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac. And thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. Now please note, I just celebrated the faith of Abraham, right? Right? But look at the faith of his servant. He he gets to the location and he prays and he asks God to do a very specific thing. He's like, I'm waiting here where the women come out to draw water at evening. I pray that the woman that I ask for water, that she not only gives me water, but she offers herself to water my camels. That be the one that you've appointed. I mean, that's very detailed and very specific prayer. Like, I need all these things to line up. Then I know it's you. Very interesting. Very specific. Verse 15. And it came to pass, before he had done speaking. I love that. Before he had even finished his prayer, right? And it came to pass, before he had even done speaking, that, behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, and her pitcher upon her shoulder and the damsel was very fond or very fair to look upon a virgin neither had any man known her and she went down to the well and filled the pitcher and came up so we have Rebecca she's coming out she's very attractive she's never been with a man she's from the right place and she's coming up to fill the water And the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. And she said, Drink, my lord. And she hastened, and she let down her pitcher upon her hand and gave him drink. And when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camel also until they have done drinking. And she hastened, and she emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again unto the well to draw water and drew for all his camels. And the man wondered at her held his peace, to wit, whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel of weight and two bracelets for her hands and ten shekels weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee. Is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethel, the son of Milcah, which she bare unto Nahor. She said, moreover, unto him, We have both straw and provender enough and room to the lodge in. And the man bowed down his head, and he worshipped the Lord, and he blessed and he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who hath not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth. I, being in the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. And the damsel ran and told them of her mother's house these things. And Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. And Laban ran out unto the man unto the well. And it came to pass, when he saw the earring and the bracelets upon his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah his sister, saying, Thus spake the man unto me, that he came unto the man, and behold, he stood by the camels at the well. And he said, "'Come in, thou blessed of the Lord. Wherefore standest thou without? For I have prepared the house and a room for the camels.' And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels, and he gave straw and provender for the camels and water to wash his feet and the men's feet that were with him. And there was set meat before him to eat, but he said, "'I will not eat until I have told my errand.' And he said, "'Speak on.' He said, I am Abraham's servant, and the Lord hath blessed my master greatly, and he's become great, and he hath given him flocks and herds and silver and gold, and men servants, and maid servants, and camels, and asses. And Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son unto my master when she was old, and unto him he hath given all that he hath. And my master made me swear, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife of the sons of the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I dwell. But thou shalt go into my father's house, and unto my kindred, and take a wife unto my son. And I said unto my master, pre the woman will not follow me. And he said unto me, The Lord before whom I walk will send an angel with thee, and prosper thy way, and thou shalt take a wife for my son of my kindred, and of my father's house. Then shalt thou be clear from this my oath, when thou comest to my kindred, and if they given thee not one, Thou shalt be clear of my oath. And I came this day into the well and I said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, if now thou prosper my way which I go, behold I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass that when the virgin cometh forth to draw water, and I say unto her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water of thy pitcher to drink. And she say unto me, Both drink thou and I will also draw for thy camels. Let the same be the woman whom the Lord hath appointed out of my master, had appointed out for my master's son. Before I had done speaking in mine heart, behold, Rebecca came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down into the well and drew water, and I said unto her, Let me drink, I pray thee. Please note. It's also interesting that he says he was just praying in his heart, right? We often think to ourselves, or at least I do at times, think, well, if I haven't gotten down on my knees and got into a private area and prayed aloud, you know, God's not hearing my prayer, which I know isn't true, but that's kind of how I feel at times. And right here it says that he says, before I was done speaking in my heart, right? So he's praying internally and before he was even done, boom, here comes the answer. Verse 46. And she made haste, and she let down her pitcher from her shoulder, and said, Drink, and I will give the camels to drink also. So I drank, and she made the camels to drink also. And I asked her, and I said, Whose daughter art thou? And she said, The daughter of Bethel, Nahor's son, whom Melchizedek bare unto him. And I put the earring upon her face, and the bracelets upon her hands. And I bowed down my head, and worshipped the Lord, and blessed the Lord God of my master, Abraham which had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter unto his son. And now, if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethel answered and said, The thing proceedeth from the Lord, we cannot speak unto thee, bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before thee. Take her and go, and let her be thy master's son's wife. As the Lord has spoken, and it came to pass that when Abraham's servant heard their words, he worshipped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. and the servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment, and gave them to Rebekah, and he gave also to her brother and to her mother's precious and to her mother precious things, and they did eat and drink, and the men were with him, and tarried all night, and they rose up in the morning and said, Send me away unto my master. And her brother and her mother said, Let the damsel abide with us for a few days, at least ten. After that she shall go. And he said unto them, Hinder me not, seeing the Lord hath prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master. And they said, We will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. And they called Rebekah and said unto her, Will thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. And they sent Rebekah their sister, her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebekah, and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gate of those which hate them. And Rebekah arose, and her damsels, and they rode upon the camels, and followed the man, and the servant took Rebekah, and went his way. And Isaac came from the way of the well, Lahoreoi, for he dwelt in the south country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at eventide. And he lifted up his eyes, and he saw, and behold, the camels were coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes. And when she saw Isaac, she lightened off the camel. For she had said unto the servant, What man is that walketh in the field to meet us? And the servant has said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all things that he had done. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent. And he took Rebecca and she became his wife. And he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. So she sees Isaac in the field. She's like, Who's this? The master tells her, Or the servant tells her, that's the master. That's the one you've been brought to. And they get married, and that last verse is just so precious, right? And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. So he loved Rebecca, and it brought him comfort. We actually only have, uh, what, like 12 more verses here? We have 18 verses here to read out of chapter 25, which deals with... Uh, Abraham getting remarried to Ketra, then Abraham's death, and then a short little genealogy of Ishmael. So let's take a look here. Chapter 25. Then again, Abraham took a wife, and her name was Ketra. And she bare him Zimran and Jokshan and Medan and Midian and Ishbak and Shua. And Jokshan begat Sheba and Dedan, and the sons of Dedan were Ashurim and Lesturim and Liminim. And the sons of Midian, Ephah and Epher and Hanak and Abidiah and Eldah, all these were the children of Ketrah. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. But unto the sons of the concubines which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac his son while he yet lived eastward unto the east country. And these are the days of the years of Abraham's life which he lived, a hundred and threescore and fifteen years. Then Abraham gave up the ghost and died in the good old age, an old man, full of years, was gathered to his people. And his son Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah, in the field of Ephraim, the son of Zor, the Hittite, which is before Mamre. The field which Abraham purchased of the sons of Heth, there was Abraham buried and Sarah his wife. And it came to pass after the death of Abraham that God blessed his son Isaac and Isaac dwelt by the well Lahai Now these are the generations of Ishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's handmaid, bare unto Abraham. And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael by their names according to their generations. The firstborn of Ishmael, Nebajoth and Kedar, and Ebiel, and Mibsam, and Mishah, and Dama and Masa Hadar, and Temah, and Jettor, Naphish, and Kadamah. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names by their towns and by their castles, twelve princes according to their nations. And these are the years of the life of Ishmael, a hundred and thirty and seven years, and he gave up the ghost and died and was gathered unto his people. And they dwelt from Havilah unto Shur, that is before Egypt, as thou goest towards Assyria, and he died in the presence of all his brethren. And that is the end of our portion for this week. And I hope that it's been a blessing to you this morning. The love story of Isaac and Rebecca. And of course, the story is just going to continue to get more and more interesting uh, next week for sure. And uh, I think next week's will, if I'm thinking correctly, next week's will be a lot more uh, interesting. Uh, But nonetheless, you know, the story of Abraham and Sarah, uh, you know, the. Earlier on in one of our other portions, you know, when you've got Ishmael, you got Hagar weeping, she thinks Ishmael's just gonna die, they've been sent away. And God assures her that, you know, Ishmael's going to be blessed, he's going to be basically the father of 12 princes, which actually came to pass. And uh, so Ishmael was blessed, Abraham was blessed exceedingly with everything sheep. You know, flocks, gold, silver, servants. And of course, Isaac was the inheritor of all of this, just as God had promised. And the examples of faith are so great. Abraham's faith. Don't worry. The Lord will send an angel before you and this task will be completed. And then the faith of the servant, like we talked about, he prayed this very specific prayer. And then Rebecca comes and she fulfills it perfectly. And he's praising the Lord. And then he gets to the house, and he's got to convince the family, and they agree, and he praises the Lord some more. Everything works out perfectly. And the family's even reserved to let Rebecca leave, but they go ahead and ask her, and she says she's willing to go. And then she meets Isaac, and it's like love at first sight, you know? And then Isaac is comforted after the death of his mother. So it really is uh, like the description Uh, described as a, it's a portion filled with romance and sorrow. Abraham mourns his wife, but then he remarries and he has several more children. But then he's laid the rest with Sarah and that land that he purchased. Beautiful story. That's all I have for you this morning. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.